Okay, it's, oh no, what episode is it? It's an episode of the More Than Weight Loss Podcast with Becca Brown. I'm glad you're here. Welcome to the More Than Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Becca Brown. I'm a certified life coach and a certified nutrition coach. And I'm here to make your weight loss journey easier, more doable. Because why not? This is the podcast to listen to if you're a mom trying to lose weight. And especially if you're a mom trying to lose weight and you've tried before in the past, and that's felt really hard. I'm gonna teach you what you need to know from both the physiological side of things and the mindset side of things. Let's do it together. All right, that was a start, wasn't it? Okay, we're gonna talk about protein today. I talk about protein more than anything else. And I, the reason I talk about it more than anything else is because I think it's so helpful. Well, a couple things. Number one, I think it's so helpful. It does a lot, which we'll go over in a second. But also, if you're, I mean, if you're trying to lose weight, it's like, for sure, <laughs> let's focus there. Because it's got some great benefits. But I also talk about it a lot because unless it, I just find with my clients and with the people I talk to, my family and my friends, <laughs> I'm constantly telling people to eat more protein. But I just find it's been my experience and the experience of the people that I know that are close to me is that we just don't, it just doesn't happen. You don't, I don't believe you don't, you get <laughs> sufficient protein without working towards that. It just doesn't happen. Like it's easy to get sufficient carbohydrates or fat, but protein, it takes a little bit of work. It, it just doesn't happen naturally. I probably could have said that a little bit more smoothly, but I had a client of mine ask, um, actually interesting. She was like, Hey, I have a friend who's trying to up her protein. She knows she needs to, but like, she's totally lost. She doesn't know how to get, I think she was shooting for 120 grams of protein and she just doesn't know how to get it. What would you tell her? And I was like, I know what I would tell her. I'll tell her on a podcast. So I decided to do this uh, episode on protein, on how to get more protein, because I think it's just, I, I think it's helpful. And it's a question that lots of people have. So Listen in, because again, you may not be getting, um, you may not be optimizing your efforts and your results with the amount of protein that you're that you're getting or not getting. So listen up. I'm going to tell you how to get more because, to me, it's just not that hard anymore. It was at a at, at a certain time, and I want to start with a story. Um, I always want to start with the story. Okay, so not to beat a dead horse, but listen, we moved to Jakarta. It's been almost eight months ago. I cannot believe that. Um, about eight months ago, we moved to Jakarta and we, I'll try to keep this brief. I'm a middle child. You know how it goes. Um, we moved to Jakarta. Our house wasn't ready. My husband has a job at the embassy. What that means is that the embassy selects a house for you and they get it all ready for you. Ours wasn't ready. And so we were in, um, a temporary hotel, kind of an apartment. It's not really a hotel because some people live there, but it was basically like a temporary apartment hotel <laughs> that we lived in. None of this matters. So I don't know why I'm stressing over this little detail, but what, whatever we lived there, there were bedrooms, there were bathrooms, there was a kitchen, living room. It was like an apartment. Um, it was lovely. But, and I kind of knew before we got to Jakarta that dishwashers weren't really a thing. But listen, I kind of held out hope that like maybe that wasn't going to be true for me. Maybe I would be the one outlier that got to live in a house with a kitchen with a dishwasher. But alas, we get there. 
well, and spoiler alert, we're in our home now, which I love, and it doesn't have a dishwasher. But now I'm used to it. I don't want to give away the end of the story. So we, we get there. We're in this apartment. And I am just, and the apartment is stocked with like linens and towels and dishes and pots and pans. Very, very helpful, of course. So we're able to, while waiting for our house, we still get to live and like make food and eat normally and not have to eat out all the time. But I just remember being completely overwhelmed by the amount of silverware that I was, apparently someone was expecting me to wash. It was like ridiculous, this idea that we were going to have clean dishes without a dishwasher and what like I was going to be the one to wash the dishes. I was so confused and I was just like mad and annoyed and confused and it felt impossible. Like it felt like when I got the dishes done, it felt like I had just like, where's the standing ovation? I've just basically like moved a mountain with my bare hands and no one is even going to say boo about it. Like I was so confused. And in fact, my husband was like, I don't understand. We, we just have to do these dishes all the time. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. So then the funny thing is this a little side note. So we have helpers here and I don't know why at, at first I was like, Oh, I'm going to wait until we get into our house until I hire a helper because you know, they were in different parts of the city or this little apartment hotel thing and in our house. So I was like, well, it might be kind of tricky. And then I had a friend move in at the same time to the same little apartment hotel. And now she lives across the street from me. She's a gift from heaven above. Anyway, she was like, oh, I'm not waiting. I'm going to get a helper now. Are you kidding me? She's, she's more experienced in international living than I am. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. So then the dishes so here I am living and I'm just like, this is hard. And like the produce needs to be washed like 57 times. And what water do you use? Cause the water that comes out of the tap is like not clean, but do you just use all bo- bottled water? Anyway, it was a lot to figure out. And these dishes, the, there just kept being so many dishes. I mean, have you thought like if all you had to do was hand wash every piece of silverware that your family used in a day, like get serious. It was ridiculous. Anyway, so I ended up hiring a helper there and then I ended up hiring another helper <laughs> because the one helper I wanted to hire wasn't available for like a month, maybe a month. Oh man, I was in a bad spot because I was desperate. Anyway, so then I couldn't wait a month. I had to hire a temporary helper to work for me for like a month. Maybe it was a month and a half. Let's say a month and a half because that makes me sound less crazy. So I had to get a temporary helper because heaven forbid I live without a helper for a month in this foreign country. (laughs) Anyway, the funny thing is, is I tell that little part of the story because at the end I ended up being so annoyed and feeling like kind of a lot of pressure because the one, the permanent helper that I had hired, she wanted to start earlier. So then I was like, no, I've already hired this temporary helper and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stay I committed to her that she would work this certain amount of weeks and I'm going to stick with that. And then this other one wanted to start. So then I ended up having, they were coming, they were both part-time. So then there was an overlap and they were coming, but on alternate days, it was a lot. And I did that out of kind of this desperation from this story of like doing all these dishes is ridiculous. This is so dumb. I could never, I could, I could never stay on top of this. And I tell that story Well, let's see. What's the best way to share this information with you? Well, let me say this. I have lived here, like I said, for eight months. And the dishes thing, I mean, I would still love to have a dishwasher. But it's just not that big of a deal. I've learned 
techniques and tricks, which you probably, if you've ever given it half a second thought, would be like, yeah, don't let it pile up. It gets overwhelming. So, so I have these tips and tricks on how to get the dishes done. We do have a helper here, a different one. Anyway, that's a whole nother story. And she's lovely. And I'm so glad she's here. And she comes part-time. Um, she comes three days a week. So then all the other days of the week, the dishes still need to be done by someone, not necessarily me. But I just don't, I, I, I don't, I don't mind it. I've gotten used to it. And I would argue that my thoughts about it have changed, which is kind of the story I want you to take away from this. Not that you need to feel sorry for the fact that I live in a place without a dishwasher, although I am accepting sympathy if you want to give it. (laughs) I'm like, America. Oh, anyway, we'll talk more about that in a second. I tell that story because the dishes, doing the dishes by hand was impossible until I opened up to this idea that what if it isn't impossible? What if it's not that bad? What if it's possible? What if it's doable? And that's kind of where I've landed. And before the end of this podcast episode, I want to invite you to go to the same place when it comes to the protein. I had a conversation with my sister who, um, remember at the beginning when I was like, I have conversations all the time where I just tell people to have more protein. So this was one of those conversations (laughs) because everyone wants to hear from their little sister what they should be eating, right? Anyway, she was just like, I don't know. I said, I just think you'd be served to have a little more protein. And she was like, I don't even know how that would be possible. And I just rattle off all these things that she could do because she lives in America and like, it's so easy. Anyway, those are my thoughts. Wait, I think I've gone off my notes. Let's get back on track. Okay. The point is I'm going to use that story I just told about dishes in Jakarta without a dishwasher. And we're going to relate it to how you may be feeling and thinking about your ability or your inability to get more protein. But first, I want to talk about why. Because maybe you come to this episode and you know, like you already know that you should be having more protein. And maybe you don't. And maybe you're like, why would I even pay attention to that? Why does that matter? I thought I just needed to pay attention to calories so that I can lose weight, which is true. Weight loss happens based on your energy balance. When you're, um, I'm sure I can find the words for this, even though it's a Monday morning. When your calories in is less than your calories out, then you lose weight. Right on. That's, that's the truth. But I want to point out that when we say we want to lose weight, what we actually want 99.9999999% of the time, maybe it doesn't apply to everyone, but almost all of us, when we say we want to lose weight, we, what we actually want is we want to lose fat. And when you pay attention to protein and when you get sufficient amounts of protein, what happens is, is then the weight that you lose is not muscle mass or not. There's always a little bit of muscle mass loss when you lose weight, but primarily depending on what we eat and what we do, the weight that is lost, the mass that is lost is going to be fat mass, which is what we want to lose. We do not want to lose muscle mass, even if, and you might be kind of chained to your to your um, scale. And you might think any lot, like any number, any downward trend on that scale is great. Maybe, but I would offer that in support of your help and your like help now, but like just keeping in mind of like the future and help for the rest of your life, depending on how old you are, we want to 
maintain at the very least maintain but i would argue even grow like increase our muscle mass and reduce our fat mass so when we say we want weight loss what we need to maybe in our minds specify like actually we want to lose fat so what can i do in order to lose fat and either maintain or grow in my the amount of mass no the amount of muscle mass that we have on our body and protein helps us do that. So I'm just going to run through a few things. So, and just to start out, just in case you're like, wait, what, where, when, how, why, how, who? Generally, when I start with clients, I would say the ideal is, and there's a range, but there, the ideal probably for everyone is um, to eat either the grams protein to match your weight or to match your goal weight, right? So if you're 200 pounds, I wouldn't necessarily say you want to get 200 grams of protein just because that has a ton of protein. So then you can take it down to what's your, um, what's your goal weight and put your grams there. So maybe you weigh 200 pounds, you want to weigh 150 pounds. Well, let's shoot for 150 grams. Now, kind of at the end, and I'll say it now so I don't forget, but we can also work up to that, right? You don't want to go from right now. Most clients that come to work with me start paying attention to what they're eating and they're like, yeah, I'm getting like 52, maybe 65 grams of protein. And I would love for them to get closer to their, um, the number of grams to match their body weight or close, right? So then like I have one client now who's really working on getting 120 grams of protein. That's where we want to go. We So there's space for where you're at now and then to jump up and make moves that are doable. So if I had said to this client, well, we really want to get you to 150 grams. She's like, no, that's impossible. Okay, well, what does feel possible, but it's a bit of a stretch. So for her, that's 120 grams. So I guess what I'm trying to say in probably the most confusing way possible is we want to, we can, we can have a target and we can back off from that target to work up towards that and then like incrementally increase it as we see the benefits, as we pay attention to how we feel and kind of um, how things go in terms of like how you feel, your sleep, your, um, your blood sugar, and we don't need to track that necessarily outside of how you're feeling, how your workouts are going, how your sleep is going and all of that. Um, again, I've gone off my notes. Let me say again, <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you here is what does protein do? Okay. So it does several things. So like I've already said, it preserves muscle mass. Okay. It preserves muscle mass slash it increases lean body mass, the same thing. So lean body mass would be, would be uh, muscle mass. It would be anything that's not fat mass, right? And it also improves protein, getting adequate amounts of protein improves your fat loss when compared to, uh, like when done in a study, when compared to a calorie matched lower protein diet, right? So in those, let's say we have two groups that are eating equal calories, but one group has lower protein and one group has higher protein. The group with the higher protein is going to lose more fat versus the other group with lower protein intakes. Okay. So it does exactly what I said, which is we, it just preserves the muscle mass and it makes sure it basically targets so that the loss you have is more of that fat mass, which is what we want. It's definitely what we want, but also it regulates, it can help regulate your blood sugar 
I'm thinking what that, what this looks like in, in uh, real life is like, if you ever wake up and have breakfast, that's like pretty much just carbs and fats and not a ton of protein. Like for instance, my children this morning woke up, I've made uh, cinnamon rolls yesterday and they woke up all very excited to start their day with a cinnamon roll. So yeah, like that probably wasn't great for their blood sugar. And I think I probably suggested they have maybe a yogurt parfait with the cinnamon rolls, but I don't know. It's six o'clock this morning. I don't think anyone listened to me, but in that, so if you have, let's say if you wake up and you have breakfast that has a good amount of protein in it, it's going to help regulate your blood sugar, meaning you won't have that spike. They're probably all at school right now having this major crash. I'm so sorry to their teachers, (laughs) but if you make sure you have protein with your meals, it makes it so that your blood sugar is more regulated. You don't have these high dips, like high, uh, high and low dips. Oh, I don't want to have to start over, start this podcast over by not sounding smart enough, but you get what I'm saying. It helps regulate your blood sugar. Um, it helps improve recovery from exercise as well. Uh, protein is also very satiating, meaning it's easier to stick to your plan to stick to whether it's a calorie deficit or not it's more satiating it helps you feel full longer it also um is there's a higher thermic effect of food which basically just means it takes it requires more calories to digest it than than say carbs or fats this is a tiny difference but just while we're here you might as well add it protein is really good for you so um and i would encourage you that some people I have a client who's like, I don't know, I don't really love eating all the meat. So then I would invite her and you if you're in that, if you're depending on where you're at with the protein is like, it doesn't all have to be meat. There's, there's lots of different um, foods and things that you can eat in order to get the protein. And what we want to do is we just want to kind of open up to like, to that instead of, um, I had one client, she's so funny. She was just like, I, and of course I'm talking to her about protein. She's like, I can't get enough protein and I hate protein powder. It's just a no, I hate it. I said, well, there's lots of different, you know, there's newer, you know, like there's some really great protein powder. And she also lived internationally. So she, it wasn't, um, so it's not exactly the same as when you're in America, right? Where all of us who live outside of America thinks it's so easy in America. And I was just like, yeah, so you could try protein powder. You could, you know, she's like, nope, I hate it. I hate protein powders. And I'm just like, I mean, okay. But that made it so that she wasn't open to maybe finding one that might work for her, right? So that's not really what we want. What we want to do is we just want to be open and curious. So like, how can I make this work? So, um, so now that I've talked about why we want, why protein is good and important, it also is good to increase as we get older. It's good to, as you age, you need more protein because your body generally is less able to use it. It uses it less effectively. So we need to give it more so that it can do what it needs to do with it. And it just needs more as you get older. Um, that's why just for me, I'm 41 and I'm just like, Oh yeah, let's, let's dial this in now. And it's going to basically serve me the rest of my life. And I would say the same thing for all my clients. Um, and for you listening. So that's the why now again, when my client was asking for a friend, like, okay, but she wants to know how you actually get 120 grams of protein in. She probably wanted the actual house. Like what store do I go to? What foods do I make? What do I buy so that I can get this protein in? And I'll tell you those things in a minute. But first, I believe 
more importantly, the thing that we can pay attention to is the real how. And the real how of getting more protein in, the real how of making the changes that you want to make in order to get, like hit your health goals or hit your weight loss goals is in your brain. It's not what anyone ever wants to hear, but I promise you, this is the real how. If you want to eat more protein or you want to maximize your protein consumption in order to support the goals that you're going after, well, the first thing that you can do is believe that it's possible believe that it's doable. Let's go back to that story, that really exhilarating story that I told at the beginning of the podcast, which is like, at first I was like, these dishes, this is ridiculous. I was like, it's not even, I, I, this is impossible. This is impossible. I would, it's too hard. We'll never be able, I'll never be able to easily do these dishes. Right. I was like, this is impossible. And so then it was impossible versus Now, when I'm like, well, I have some good reasons because the truth is, here's the truth. Maybe you've lived overseas. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you've had hired help. Maybe you haven't. The funny thing is, is when we lived in Beijing and I had a helper every day. Oh man, she was so great. And I had little kids and the air quality was terrible. And so I was like, I can't take these kids with me to the grocery store. Also, I need to get my nails done and they can't come for that either. (laughs) Anyway, she came every day, but I would find myself on Sunday night. No, 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 not even Sunday night. On Monday morning before she came, she would come at nine. I'd be like, oh my gosh, look at those dishes. And I would like do the dishes before she came. And we had a dishwasher then. I didn't know I should, I could, I'd like to go back in the, it, I'd like to get in a time travel machine and go back and be like, girl, you got it good. This is not a problem. Anyway, that was not related at all. What I would say to you is that believing it's possible for you to learn how to get the protein, the amount of protein that you think is good for you, that you want to get, that you think supports your goals, believe that it's possible and you're halfway there. Like that's the thing. If you just try the tips and the tricks and the hacks and the whatever without stopping to check in and like, hey, I noticed that I'm just believing that this is impossible. I believe that this is so hard. I believe even sometimes I would just be like, this is so stupid. It's so dumb that I have to do this. So what we want to do is check and just like increase our awareness of what it is that you're thinking about the protein. Again, I know this, this is never what anyone wants to hear, but I'm like, this is the secret sauce. Like believe that it's possible, believe that it's doable. So it might sound like your thought might be like, "Mm, I'm definitely going to figure this out. Like I know protein feels hard right now, but I bet there's a day in my future, not even that far away, where this is totally doable. This is easy. Versus like this is impossible. This will never not be hard. This is so stupid, something like that. If you take action from those thoughts, if you're like, this is so dumb, this will never not be hard. And then you're like, well, I guess I'll get some Greek yogurt. There's a stupid recipe that I found on Pinterest. I guess I'll make it. It says it has a lot of protein in it. <laughs> you just, those changes just aren't going to stick, right? Versus if you're coming from like, oh, I'm definitely going to figure this out because I am my own best friend. I am my own best supporter. I got my back. And right now what my back and the rest of my body needs is more protein. No problem. I'm going to figure this out. Yes, this feels hard right now, but one day it won't. And just to clear, just to, just to um, close up this story loop, I'm here to tell you that I can now do the dishes with not much trouble. 
I put on a podcast. I stick some AirPods in my ears. I invite my husband to put our children to bed, which is like the smartest thing. We used to have this like, it was like, we we're both trying to be super nice to each other while also doing what we wanted to do. I was like, no, no, I'll do the dishes, honey. No problem. I'll do them. We, you just take the kids upstairs. And sometimes he'll, if he's on the ball, he's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to do the dishes. You go take the kids. It's fine. No, let me do the dishes. And we're both like, we don't want to put the kids to bed. <laughs> um, but I'm telling you, the dishes is not a problem. It's like not that big of a deal anymore. Whereas before it was like, this is so stupid. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, kind of. But I have lots of reasons why doing the dishes is really great. Because, oh, this is what I was going to say. I could totally not do the dishes. I could just let those dishes stack up. We could buy enough dishes to get us through to basically like the dishes would just stack up in between the days where our helper wasn't here. Or I could have her come more often. Or I could, uh, clearly I could just hire another part-time helper. Lots of different ways, lots of different things that I could do. But I'm just like, but I actually have a good reason. I don't want a helper every day. I like to be alone in my house some days. And I also really love to have a clean kitchen even when she's not here. Okay, that's a pretty good reason. I also love when my children can get their own breakfasts in the morning. Clean dishes make that possible. Dirty dishes, they cannot. They Everyone falls apart. I have lots of good reasons to do the dishes. So let me see if I can figure it out and make it easy for me. And now, and now I have. I'm like, oh, I'm going to listen to that podcast. I'll put in my AirPods. I'll just kind of check out and just, it's, it's actually not that bad. Which is why I fight my husband to do it sometimes. <laughs> Bath time is way harder. But the same could be true for you. Maybe you have some good reasons why you want to increase your protein. And you know what those are. I would say that if you're trying to lose weight or trying to optimize your health or trying to take better care of yourself, make it so that life and exercise and your body works even better than it is now, those might be some good reasons. So then if you have some good reasons, maybe you want to figure it out. Maybe you want to make it so that it's not so hard. And sitting in that space where like you're open to the possibility, like, yes, it's hard now. I get it. It's tricky. It takes a lot of effort. But I bet one day I'll figure this out. So live in the like in the openness to that. Live in the possibility of like, this is hard now, but I'm totally going to figure this out. And then the beauty is, is then you get to enjoy that from now until the end of time. Whatever it is that you figure out and make easy. And it's just great if it's something that supports what you want, which I would argue that adequate protein consumption does support the health that we all want to enjoy. Most of us want to enjoy to the end of our lives, right? Okay, that's number two. That's the real how, that's the real hack. It's not exciting or sexy, okay? And you can't really find it on Pinterest. I should probably put it on Pinterest, but that's the secret sauce. But I'm also here to be super helpful and there are some things that I figured out. Now again, well, and just in terms of the belief, it's so interesting to notice that I have this belief and I have other clients who live internationally who have the same belief where it's like, oh my gosh, that would be so easy in America. It is so easy in America to get adequate protein consumption, like to get it in. It's so easy. There's so many products. Like it's like, there's just so many things you can buy and make and eat. It's just easy to figure out. That's my thought. Again, I'm committed. I'm like, I'm open to figuring it out here and making it easy here. But then there are other people who maybe you're in America and you're just like, are you kidding me? You have a helper? She makes dinner for you? She'll, she'll do whatever you want her to do? Like, 
Are you kidding me? Now that's easy. She can meal prep your protein. She could get this. She could get that. She could get whatever. And I bring that up only because it's just so interesting to notice what's happening in our brains. And it's easy for me to say, oh, so-and-so has it so much better. And for you to say, oh, look, so-and-so has it so much better. Yeah, maybe. But what's most helpful, I believe I would offer, is that right now, how, what can you think and believe about you and your ability, <laughs> this sounds crazy, you and your ability to get more protein what do you believe about that and finding a really helpful thought? And maybe it is just like, yeah, it's a little bit tricky now, but I'm like, I'm going to figure this out. One day this won't be so hard. Or I'm committed to this even when it is hard because that's what I do. I'm here for me. And even when things are, that's just who I am. Even when things are hard, I figure it out. And it doesn't have to be what I'm saying. It can be whatever thought that just makes you open up to the possibility of doing it, make it making it so it's easy, right? Okay, so that's number two. I already said that. And number three is my actual tips and tricks. There, so there's a few things I do. Number one, tracking it. People are resistant to this idea. And I think just because, again, it just feels like more work. But just track it. I never, if I'm not planning my food or keeping track of what I'm eating, then I'm, I'm not getting enough protein. <laughs> well, so let me say this, planning and tracking. Now, this gets easier the more you plan and the more you track because now I, I, I know pretty well like when I'm eating, let's say it's a day that I haven't planned and I'm not eating according to this plan I've already made. I'm just like, yeah, so that wasn't, that lunch was not enough protein. I know that. Or that I haven't had enough protein yet today so then I need to get a little bit extra in a snack maybe before dinner or I need to make sure after dinner to have a protein shake. But the only reason why I know that and I have that awareness is because I was willing to track it and, well, it's a separate conversation actually I was willing to track it so I'd, I would would just encourage you to do that even if it's just one day of like okay I think I'm getting a good amount let me see what I'm getting just track it that day and notice it's probably less than you think <laughs> and then number two planning now again it's like sometimes we all seem to have days where we just kind of like fall head first into a bag of potato chips that happens sometimes or whatever it is for you bag of chocolate chips, a batch of cookies, whatever it is. But I find that we never just like slip and fall and fall into eating that is enough protein. It just doesn't really happen by chance is what I'm trying to say. Um, planning is the secret. Like I was just going over this morning with a client who, who had had um, this past week, she'd had pizza night with her kids and she was planning on making something different and then ran out of time and it was hectic. And she was like, I just had the pizza. And then, you know, I just had the pizza, which is fine. But when you plan, cause I love to have pizza. And actually this is the work we did with that client. I was, she was like, I just next week, I'm going to plan better and just be, just kind of be on the ball so then I can eat this other thing. And I'm like, Okay, but what if you could just eat the pizza? What if there was a way to make the pizza work so that you could, you know, in support of like the rest of your life? I just don't think it's as fun to get pizza for your kids if you're not eating it, if you want to. You don't have to eat it if you don't want to. But like, what if we just believe that we could eat the pizza and make it work? So for instance, so if you're planning, let me give you an example. So like if I'm planning in America, not here, it's a little different here. If I'm planning in America to have, and my kids are going to have a pizza night, I'm like, okay, let's plan. I'm going to get Domino's. I'm going to get thin crust and I'm going to have a salad with chicken with like, I'm going to get some of those frozen chicken nuggets. 
and I'm going to pop those in the air fryer, get the salad, put those on top, have this dressing that I like. It's delicious and have some pizza that the amount that I've planned so that the numbers work, but I'm getting enough protein because pizza doesn't have much protein in it as it turns out. I'm planning that. And so then I'm able to do a few things. Number one, I'm getting adequate protein. Number two, I'm actually enjoying my food better because I find that, and we talked all about this today with this client, I find that when I eat like a bunch of pizza with my kids, I'm like, oh, that yeah, I feel terrible. Actually, I go to bed feeling gross and like lethargic and like, bleh. When I plan and I was like, well, how could I make this work? You know what's really delicious is a big fresh salad with again, chicken nuggets on it, which put your protein of choice. Maybe you're like gross chicken nuggets, but I'm like, no, not gross, easy, doable, like doesn't take a ton of effort delicious with some pizza on the side. It feels so good. Protein is there and I go to bed feeling great because I planned because I opened up to like, how can we make this work? And I would encourage you to do that. So like track, track and see where you're at, but then also planning is key. Like, okay, if I'm going to have this particular food, then what do I need to do to make that work, to make all the numbers work? You can absolutely do that. Okay, then the other things I'll do are just like the gimme. So like Greek yogurt. When Now, we don't have Greek yogurt here. We do, but it's not high protein. It's like yogurt with, I don't know what they add into it to make it thick, like Greek yogurt, but the protein is not there. But when we lived in America, we had Greek yogurt and I used it on everything. Like I loved Greek yogurt and, you know, with like frozen fruit, maybe some granola, but I also, I would use it as like the base of like sauce. Like I would mix up, I don't want to get in the weeds here, but I would mix up, like I would chop up some, um, adobo peppers or chipotle peppers. I think it's adobo peppers with some other things. And it's like this really yummy, spicy sauce. And the base is Greek yogurt, tons of protein in there, which adds up, you know, like 30 grams here, it's going to be a certain amount of protein, which I don't remember anymore because I don't do that anymore. But I just have, so Greek yogurt is there. You can add Greek yogurt into everything, I feel like. Um, you can also do what I do now is I have, I don't drink coffee, but I do, I add, I have like a kind of like a hot chocolate every morning. Um, I actually do what's called Creo Brew, which is roasted cocoa beans instead of roasted coffee beans. And I prepare that in a French press and then I add chocolate protein powder on, into it and mix it up in the blender. And it is so good. It feels so indulgent. But that's like probably 22 grams of protein right there. It's delicious. And I usually have it in the morning, sometimes before breakfast, sometimes after breakfast. Sometimes it's a thing that I'll sip on during the day as I'm working. Um, you can also, um, also pay attention to just small amounts of protein adding up over your day. So like it's easy to be like, oh, I need to get all the meat and all the dairy products and yes. But also I've been trying to incorporate more beans or legumes and those have protein in it. And they also have a good amount of fiber, which we also want to get, which is maybe the subject of another episode, but look for like the smaller sources of protein and just let those add up. It's the, the key thing is like to pay attention to the nutrition facts. So like there's some breads or English muffins or maybe some pitas I like to eat when I'm in America. And if you look at them, you notice they have a good amount, like good six, seven, eight, nine grams of protein in them per serving. That like that really adds up because then you can add some like refried beans and um, 
I think lentils, I'm not really a lentil person, but there's, so my point is, is like, look outside of maybe what you were thinking would be a source of protein. Also, um, some of the leafy greens really add up in terms of protein as well. Just don't discount it. Even if it has a small amount, like look for ways that you can really let those protein grams add up. That isn't just you eating meat and cheese and protein powder. Although I eat a lot of that, but I try to eat lots of things, right? Cause that's, I find is better for my digestion. And in terms of me feeling like I'm eating, not eating the same thing over and over again. Okay. And then number four, I would say, is that number four? Yeah. The last thing, the last little tip that I have for you is if I'm trying to make something and I know what I want to make, I will search macro-friendly recipe um, and then whatever it is. Like for instance, if uh, recently I was like, I want to make some tomato soup. That sounds good. So then I put in macro-friendly tomato soup recipe. And then the funny thing is, is the person I follow for most of my recipes, um, and she is Lily Biesinger, I think is her name, but she's Lily Eats and Tells on Instagram. Um, and I have all three of her cookbooks. I love them. I could not do macros without her, it feels like. And the funny thing is, is that her website popped up with her tomato soup recipe. And I was like, oh, right on. And I made it and it was so good. And it had the numbers that I really wanted to, um, that I really wanted to hit. It, it was easy to incorporate is what I'm trying to say. So just, I just noticed that that's a little bit easier. If there's something you know you want to have, like look for a macro friendly. That's, that's, that's how you can Google it. Cause if it's macro friendly, it's generally lower in fat, higher in protein. And then the carbs are reasonable. Not that we need to necessarily eat low fat quote unquote, but then like I'll find those recipes are great because then I can add in the fat where I want to. So then I can have more peanut butter that day, or I can add in some guacamole or avocado or chia seeds or, you know, butter, right? Like that tomato soup, I was like, well, I know I want to make grilled cheese. So then I did. And for my grilled cheese, I think I put ham and cheese on it. And my kids just had grilled cheese and it was great. And it was, it hit all the numbers and it felt, it was delicious. And I felt, I didn't feel like I was um, deprived at all. So that's probably another part of it. It's like, look for, don't like, look for things that you want to eat, but just look for these different versions and what can you add in? And um, how can you prepare them so that you are kind of maximizing the protein? That's what I have for you. I hope that's helpful. Surely my story about dishwashing in Jakarta is at least interesting, right? (laughs) Anyway, I know that, um, like I said, I talk about protein ad nauseum, but it, it genuinely, I think, does, will support the health that we most of us want to enjoy the rest of our lives. So I open, or I just want to invite you to be open to like figuring it out and letting it be hard now and knowing that it won't always be hard, right? It's a little bit tricky now. Just like tracking is a little bit tricky in the beginning. Planning your food, if you're not used to it, might be tricky in the beginning, but just let it be tricky and look forward to the time when it won't be tricky, right? Parenting used to be really, really tricky for me. It's not as hard anymore. I still have hard days, but like... I just remember when I had little, little kids, I just was like, this is the most ridiculous thing. I'm supposed to like manage all this? No, I don't think so. And now I'm just like, oh yeah, it's just what we do. And one day doing the work now will make it so that you're getting the protein that supports your goals. And you're just like, oh yeah, no big deal. So I want to invite you to create that result in your life as always. 
I am happy that you are here. I just also want to let you know that I'm offering, starting this month, April, I'm going to be offering these intro sessions that I've always been offering, but I also want to offer, um, let's see, how do we say this? I, I want to, I'll set your your macros. I will give you, basically, I will give you the numbers for you to start hitting to lose weight as part of that free call. There's lots of, um, lots of places online where you can, where you have to pay for that. But I just want to offer that as a complimentary part of this intro session. So what we'll do is we will meet and I will coach you on basically what results you have right now, like what's happening right now. And I will also offer you, these are the numbers that you could start hitting to try to, for, you know, to get you started on your weight loss journey. And that's all complimentary because I just love having these coaching conversations. And I just, um, I, I personally think they're fun, but I want to help as many people as possible. So let me know. My schedule is going to get a little bit more limited um, as the year goes on and we get closer to summer. So if you want one of those, I would say I probably wouldn't wait on that. So reach out. You can email me to snag your session, hello at beckabrown.com, or you can find me on Instagram at beckabrownthecoach, and you can just DM me and we'll set it up there if that's easier. All right. Talk to you soon.